low, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, you're listening to uh, the show for the realists I can't remember my intro, so I'm just gonna make some shit up How about that? Now, today, we have, is that good enough? We're gonna roll with that? Alright, let's just fucking roll with that Alright, we don't get a real intro today Guys, um, today I do have an awesome show. It's going to be a 75 hard focus show. For those of you guys who are doing 75, who, who are curious about 75 hard, um, or, or who are in the midst of 75 hard or any phase of the Live Hard program, this is going to be a show of interest. Um, today I have a really cool guest. I'm going to intro her in just a second, but if you guys follow me on my stories, you know that uh, I, I promised you guys I was going to start bringing people in who had completed um, various aspects of the Live Hard program, including 75 Hard, and interview them and just find out what they thought about it and, and talk about it and get their story. And that's what we're going to do today. I have my friend, uh, Lexi Tachek. Is that right? Sounds great. To check. <laughs> Perfect. T-check. Whatever, whatever you want. All right. Whatever <laughs> I want. Um, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is unbelievable it's, it's really cool to have it's, you here sorry we so had to cool. reschedule the first oh, time you're yeah totally fine so you, where are you guys from arkansas yeah we're at i'm from hot springs but i've been living in fayetteville going to school there yeah mm-hmm. and you're just getting ready to i so i just graduated with my mm-hmm. bachelor's degree and i will be moving to florida where i will start a pt school physical therapy school yeah. at the university of florida that's awesome so that's mm-hmm. awesome so you guys probably wonder how i uh find people to bring in for the show. And Lexi made an awesome post. She talked about her journey um, and talked about, you know, the ups and downs and what the program was about and what she learned. And that's what what really uh, intrigues me, guys. You know, it's not so much just the before and after pictures. It's how you explain what you learned. And I'm excited to talk to you today uh, to basically, you know, unpack what what you learned. And, you know, so let's just start. I mean, where, where did you come up with the idea that you were going to do this? Um, So the first time I heard about it was back in probably September and I heard about it on social media and I saw it and I said, that's crazy. I'm never going to do that. Yeah. Um, And then I came across it again in December and I said, okay, it's looking a little more intriguing. Mm -hmm. And by that point I had um, applied to PT schools and I actually had already gotten into a couple of schools at that point. And my stepdad actually talked to me and he said, there's one thing I need you to do before you go to PT school. And he said, I need you to get mentally tougher. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's not a coincidence. That's like a sign. This is a sign. Yeah. And so I said, all right, I'm doing it. I think I looked up your podcast, listened to the episode with 75 hard and stayed up till probably three or four o'clock in the morning doing all my research, writing yeah. everything out. And I was like, all right, I need to do it. Yeah, We got to do it. And then I started mid-January once I got back to Fayetteville for school and so were you active like physically at this like what kind of physical stuff were you doing at the time when you started um so I had gotten pretty out of shape thanks to COVID yeah man a lot of people did did. yeah um but I grew up fairly active Mm -hmm. um I played actually a year of college basketball my Mm -hmm. freshman year and after that, I um, transferred schools and then I just got into a rut where I was working out sometimes and then not working out. But it just got to where I was at my heaviest and was not 
doing hardly anything and you needed, knew it was time to change. It was, I needed something. And yeah. this program, it's unlike anything else. Um, I've heard you say you get a lot of slack for it and mm. people think it's too much. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best program out there because if you actually want to change your life, yeah. you're actually going to do it. Yeah. And I mean, like 30 day stuff is, it's too fast. It's too fast and it doesn't do anything. Yeah, man. I would ask you about that while you were doing it. Did you get a lot of pushback from like your friends or your, like anybody close to you or social media or anything like that? Um, I really only told my close, close friends that I saw on a regular basis that mm-hmm. I was doing it. And I mean, I didn't think, my mom knew about it until probably a month or so in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really didn't broadcast it by any means. I was like, I'm just going to do it. I don't want to yeah. tell anybody because yeah. a lot of times in the past, too, I feel like you start something and you kind of get going. And then if you, I mean, it was kind of hesitancy for me because I was like, if I fail, yeah. everybody's going to know. But at yeah. the same time, I was like, I need to do this for me. Not because, because your my mom was going to be like, oh, you're doing great. Like, yeah. keep going. like I, right. didn't, I didn't need that. I right. needed it all to come from inside. Yeah. And so I really didn't tell anybody about it um, until probably honestly halfway through. Yeah. When you already, when you knew no matter what, I'm fucking finishing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, And I remember my uh, cousin got married and so I was home a lot for bridal showers and whatnot. And there was, when I was home and I was waking up at 6am to get my first workout in, they were just kind of like, what, what is she doing? Yeah. I was like, I'm. I'm just doing, I'm doing this right now. And then yeah. we got to talking about it and I told them and they were like, you've been doing that for 35 days. And I said, mm-hmm, yeah. I have, but yeah, at first I didn't really tell anybody it, but then a few of my friends, I remember driving to my se- a second workout at 11 o'clock at night. And my friend was like, I can't believe you're going to work out right now. And I was like, well, I have to get it done. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? So, yeah. um, I didn't get a whole lot of pushback from it really b- because I just didn't really tell anybody. Yeah. And then by the end of it, everyone was just kind of like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care what you say. It's getting done. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And dude, that's a, that's a necessity of the program. You know, the people, it forces you to realize how flexible you are on things that shouldn't be negotiable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's one of the things about the program. And usually something that people learn pretty quick. They see it in themselves in the first two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, holy shit. Just like you said, um, where, you know, I can relate to that a lot where, you know, you, you, you get to a point where you're not, you're so far not in control of your ability to finish things mm-hmm. that you just don't even want to tell anybody anymore because you've said 400,000 times, I'm, this is the time I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I swear I'm doing it this time. This is the time everything's changed. I'm serious this time. Yeah. You know, exactly. and that I could totally relate to to not not telling people for that reason because uh I think we all get there. I think we all find ourselves there at some point in our lives where we feel like we're not in control. We're not in uh and over basic shit too. Mm-hmm. Like like you start to notice how easy it is um to just not put shit in your mouth that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or uh, how easy it is to actually just get up and go do the workout. Mm-hmm. Like it's way easier than having to live with that like internal shame of knowing that you're weak, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, and yeah. that's something that, you know, I see a lot of people criticize the program. They look at it from the outside. They haven't done any research into it. They think it's an actual program that tells you how to eat and how to work out, which it doesn't. Um, and so, you know, 
they they throw rocks at it, but mm-hmm. they don't understand what's actually happening. What's actually happening is is we're training out of you um, your ability to compromise situations that shouldn't be, you know. So we're the first couple weeks. I know the first time I did it, dude, I was sore. Yeah. How was that? Um, it was good. I I like I said, I played college athletics, yeah. and so I had done the two workouts a yeah. day and sometimes three, and was yeah. used to that, but not every single day. Yeah. Yeah. We may have had two or three workouts a day, but we at least had one day off. Yeah. And so to do that every single day. Yeah. I was sore. And then I think a weekend I had gotten about seven blisters on my feet. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, what have I gotten myself into? It's at that point, it was, it's interesting. I read your book, mm-hmm. um, and the, how you have the days mm-hmm. marked out as Perfect. Did you find that pretty accurate? Yes. Yeah. There was, I mean, a few things yeah. here and there that were different. It's a little different um, on an individual basis, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm but, always curious to find people who, yeah. who I know actually did the program if they found that in line, because yes. that's basically how it was for me. I took mm-hmm. very detailed notes mm-hmm. the first time through, and that's how we came up with those brackets of time. Yeah. So, yeah. So that first week, um, because I was used to college athletics I was like, okay, I'm sore. I'm going to be sore and was used to that. But then, yeah, just doing it every single day and having to keep going. Because a lot of days I'd be like, well, for for example, the blisters. Mm-hmm. Normally I would have been like, okay, just one workout. We're just going to do upper body, keep impact. But nope, I taped them up. I yeah. went on my outdoor workout, got my walk in. And what happened to um, the blisters? They went away. That's right. Yep. Just like it's... um accredited to you i found uh, found out about uh iron cowboy james mm-hmm. lawrence and that man yeah is incredible he and, sure is um it's just like what he says you just make that decision to take one step and one step will turn into two and two will eventually turn into 26.2 miles yeah and another thing i took from him when i got those seven blisters i said you know what the man lost feeling in his fingers and his toes, but knew that his body would adapt. Yeah. So I said, okay, I have seven blisters now. Yeah. They're going to go away eventually. Yeah. But right now I just got to deal with it. But um, yeah, that first week was excitement, but yeah, by the end of it, you're like, oh, I got yeah. a lot more to go. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you just, uh, the biggest thing for me was focusing on just today. Yeah. I could not think about tomorrow even yeah. or the next workout. Yeah. You just have to think about uh, what's in front of you. And so that was hard at times. I mean, like getting halfway through, you're kind of like, I'm halfway done. But I still have halfway to go, but I was like, I, you can't do it. So let's talk about that mental toughness for a second. Cause we talked a lot about the physical of it so far. I mean, the physical of it's hard. That's it. Okay. It doesn't matter, it, it, but it's scalable. Like, yes. you know, if you're, if you're 400 or 500 pounds, there's things that you can do to work this mm-hmm. program. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> let's, uh, we all know, okay, it's hard as fuck to have to work out and yeah. do all this shit. <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that the program is designed to do, which is, you know, help develop your grit, help sharpen your mental toughness, uh, your fortitude, your self-control, your self-esteem, your self-worth, uh, your confidence. Let's talk about that for a minute. You know, what did you notice mentally going through the program? Because um, like at first you said, like, dude, we're all excited, yes. right? The first week and we get through that. First, I, I think for a lot of people, you know, we've had hundreds of thousands of people go through the program now. A lot of people will say that first week 
that on day seven or eight where they've gone a whole week with because that's a big day for them. And yeah. I get that because mm-hmm. I had I don't think I've, I had gone a full week without cheating on my diet before this program. So it was a huge deal for me to get to that day seven or eight. I remember that very clearly where I was like, fuck, dude, this is a huge milestone for me. Yeah. But then after that, yeah, it was like what you said where I'm like, holy shit, like I barely <laughs> haven't even started. Begun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. I mean, what what were some of the changes that you noticed, you know, in your confidence as you progressed through the program? Well, to start, um, I have to bring in all the physical aspects of it for sure because um, it's a huge part. But for me, at first, workout specifically, it was like, okay, this is what I think I'm going to do, and maybe I can do it. Maybe I'm not. We'll just try and get it done. Mm-hmm. Um. But then as it progressed, it was like, all right, I this was my previous mile time. All right, we're beating it today. Yeah. Or um, we did, I did a circuit this fast. I want to do it faster. Yeah, and you're so training was, with intent now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At first it was just. Get it done. It was, it was get it done with, but still with intention. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into a competition mm-hmm. and really like wanting to see improvements. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, mentally for sure. I actually, um, did the David Goggins four by four by 48 mm-hmm. around day 50. Yeah. And so you threw that right in the middle. Yep. Yeah. That's um, cool. It was, it was awesome. A lot of people have done that. That it is was, really cool. It was yeah horrible. Yeah. Um, it's funny though, because the, that those 48 hours really mimic the program itself. Yeah. Like you start, I remember when I was going to run those first four miles, I was pumped. I was like, let's do this. And then after that first four, I was like, what have I done? Which they weren't even that bad, but just to think I had to do it that much more. And then, yeah, you get through it. And that was, that's a whole other story. But, um, but I remember doing it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it done. I don't care if I'm crawling those four miles. And a friend of mine was like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think you were going to make it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And that's something I noticed was the and it just the program proves it. The only person you can count on is yourself in anything you do. Yeah. And so mentally at that point, that for me, when my friend told me that I was like, OK, I've seen a shift now where I was said I was going to do something. Yeah. And, and you're I, not and questioning it. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, I don't it didn't matter how I felt. Right. Um, I had like a knee injury at the time. Um, and then that just lack of sleep and all of that just played in, but yeah, it was, it was going to get done. That's pretty cool, dude. Cause that's like your, your friend sort of making an assumption based off who you were previously mm-hmm. to that point. And that much difference had happened in that short a time, oh, yeah. 50 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I could tell you this, um, you know, I talked to a lot of people about this program and you know this because I know you've actually done it. You know, there's people that coast through that yeah. don't really, you could just tell that they didn't yeah. fucking do it. Um, but one of the things I always hear is people are super surprised at how fast they make the switch from not being able to control literally anything, including a beer or a cheat food or French fries or anything to that having zero impact on whether or not it affects them. Right. And, and dude, when you think about that and you think about all the decisions that we as humans, um, make in, in, in times of like weakness, right. For the instant gratification. And we think about all these decisions that we, we make and how it negatively affects the big picture of our life 
to have the control that someone has in just 50 days or 75 days to be able to look at a plate of food and say, no, I'm not doing that. It's not for me. Or to have be faced with an 11 p.m. workout and say, dude, it's getting done. Yeah. Like that's an extremely massive amount of progress to be made in a very short time, especially when you think about what it's going to be like after the program that now you know that you're in control of that. There's no more of the Lexi who was, um, you know, unsure that she was going to be able to finish something. You know, for me, I know that's been the biggest takeaway of living this lifestyle for me is knowing like there is like my confidence at this point in time. It's it's immune from outside influences. You know what I mean? Like you can't fucking dent it. And I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? And how did you like, how has it been since you finished the program? So I, so I have decided to go on and do live hard Yeah, and I finished phase one and I can now start phase two, but I think I'm going to wait until I move. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it Yeah. until day 76. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt, I obviously felt great from day from 75 hard and had seen all these benefits, but then it wasn't until the next day when I let, like, I mean, I let myself have a cheat meal that yeah, day. Yeah. I didn't do. There's nothing wrong workouts. with that. Right. Yeah. And so I did that and I just remember thinking, why? Yeah. You, and it, it, right then and there, I said, I'm doing live hard. It's getting done. Let me ask you a question. Did it scare you when a you did bit, that? A little bit. Yeah, me too. I, because I had gotten not to make excuses, but I had gotten sick and was um, dealing with a knee injury. So I said, I'm going to give myself a couple days. If I'm feeling better, I'll continue resting. If not, forget it. Yeah. Why, why yeah. waste my time? But those next couple of days, I just remember thinking, this is what I've let myself do. Yeah. And you get a real big slap in the face of reality. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy shit. I used to live like this mm-hmm. every day. You know, it was, yeah, it was scary. Yeah, it was. And that scared me to the point where like, cause the first time I did it, I did have a day between my phase one and it was the same reason that you did. I was, I was fucking, fu- my feet were fucked. Yeah. Like I couldn't do anything with them. But that next day I ate a meal and I remember thinking like, dude, it would be this quick for me to go back. Exactly. And I'm not fucking going back. Mm-hmm. And it, that decision that was made on day 76 for me was that I'm never, ever, ever fucking going back. Yeah. Ever. I'm never going back to that life. And uh, I think that meal, that you know, that one day off, that, I, I hear that a lot. Like a lot of people will take one day and they're like, oh, fuck that. I'm getting right back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I ended up taking about a week. Yeah. But that just that week too. Um, yeah. I was just laying around, honestly, a lot, just trying to feel better. But at the same time, I was like, I feel awful at the yeah. same time. And it was exactly what you're saying it was i mean it was a it was a couple of days and i was like i feel like I, I had lost a month's worth of progress yeah. in those two days yeah because you're addicted to the mm-hmm. progress now mm-hmm. yeah and so i was like oh, yeah forget it because i remember the the cold shower for me was what i was like do yeah. i want to do phase one yeah. but then i said forget it it's yeah and it's um it's like what you've said in the book too you feel the best about yourself when you've done hard things mm-hmm. and i said i felt great doing so just and I hadn't like physically changed 
I hadn't put on the 30 pounds that I lost in those two days. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I felt like mentally like I had. Yeah. And I felt honestly embarrassed. Yeah. You went right house. back to that same mm-hmm. person that was on day one mm-hmm. and you're like, fuck this. I don't like this. Yeah. I and was, I didn't want to walk out of my house. Yeah. I didn't want to. And I was like, even though you look no different. Right. Like that's exactly. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I, shows it's a big, huge wake up call. Uh-huh, for sure. And yeah. so I said, I'd rather feel physically in pain from soreness and be proud of myself every yeah. day. than maybe not be feel sore, but like, it's going to take a toll on like my organs and yeah. whatnot. And I said, I'd, I'll take the soreness and that pain over the mental pain of not having my life together yeah. essentially. And so, yeah, day 76, I said, yep, I'm doing, I'm starting phase one. That's awesome. And we're getting it done. Dude, I totally so. relate to that. That's exactly how it went for me too. I went, I remember I stopped my feet were, I'm like, I'm taking at least a day to let my feet rest. And I'll eat. And I think I had like, <clears throat> I think I had like sushi and some French fries or something, which really wasn't that bad considering yeah. like how I used to eat before. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was like, nah, I'm going right back in. Like I'm not risking going back to being right. that. It's almost like how, um, you know, that the Alcoholics Anonymous, like, mm-hmm. a, like where people quit drinking forever. Mm-hmm. And that's almost how I feel. Like, I'm just like, dude, I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm not going back. Like it's total absence for me now mm-hmm. when it comes to like laziness, mm-hmm. you know, I can't fucking do it. And I get a lot of people that reach out now and they're like, you know, dude, you could get better results if you just rested every, yeah, that might be true. I might look a little better, yeah. but you don't see what's going on, on the inside. Mm-hmm. You don't see how I feel mentally. You don't see how, my, what my strengths are, or what, right. you know, and I think to me, that's way more important than what I look like, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, what books did you read? Let's see. I started with James Lawrence, yeah. his book. Um, then I read David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. Um, I read your book, 75 Hard. I read, gosh, I have a stack of them. You'd yeah. think I'd remember. Well, those are some good Relentless. ones to read. Well, those are four just, winners to read during that program. Yeah. Yeah. They were, I mean, all phenomenal. And I hated reading growing up. Mm-hmm. It was, um, we had to for school mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Hated it. But that was something that I really enjoyed about this program because I was reading books that were helping me and I learned so much um, reading those books. And that's something regardless of if I'm in a phase or if I'm not, that, yeah, that's something stuck. I'll continue for yeah. sure. Um, but and it and it shows you along with the whole program, like I'm I've learned so much since that first day. Yeah. But I also know now that there's so much more for me to learn. Yeah. And I think that's something that mentally I saw throughout the program. And that's something that I would catch myself doing beforehand. I kind of would put on a front like I knew this, I knew that. Or you don't want to. You don't want to seem weak and that you don't know things. But now I know that it's right of me to like want to learn and to like express that I need to yeah. learn these things. And the books were phenomenal. Dude, that's such a huge thing to learn, especially at your age. Like most people don't learn that, that ability to humble them. I didn't mm-hmm. learn that ability to humble myself until I was probably in my, in my mid thirties mm-hmm. where I, I did the same thing where I thought I knew a lot more shit than I did. And I was afraid to show that there was stuff that I didn't know because I was looked at as like, the CEO still then, you know what I'm right. saying? Like I have to know all the shit, but the truth is, is fuck, nobody knows all the shit. And, um, 
you know, I, I think that's a, that's an awesome thing to hear you say, especially for where you are in life. That, a lot of times I get, you know, interviewed on podcasts or whatever, or I get Q and A and they're asking, you know, what, what do I regret? I think that's my, one of my only regrets is not learning how to learn earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the book thing, um, fuck, you know, everything I fucking know I've learned from books. You know, I didn't learn any, any of the shit I know about business. I didn't learn in school other than how to like make people laugh and have a good time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I learned that at school, but, uh, but yeah, man, that is awesome. What, what was your, what do you think your biggest takeaway was? That's, that's a tough question. Yeah. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is just, it goes back with just taking one step at a time and not focusing on you. Like you need to have an end goal, but you cannot focus on that every single day. Right. It's, it's, you have to win the day. That's right. That's all you have to do. That's right. And I think just then having the confidence to take the first step in whatever it is you need to do. Like there's going to be so like do, do hard things, do scary things, Mm -hmm. I think. And there's a lot of times in my life where I had backed off from things like that and didn't want to do it. But now just with the confidence and the fortitude that I have just to be willing to take that first step and whatever it may be, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway is I'm willing to do so much more now. That's huge Mm -hmm. because it's like your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people don't do things because they're afraid they're going to look stupid or they're afraid Mm -hmm. they're not going to be any good or people are going to laugh at them. And once you start to have that confidence that you've built, Mm -hmm. which you have built, um, that stuff starts to not matter and you start to live in a more free way. Exactly. You know, that's a, that's a really cool takeaway. What would you say to people who say it's too extreme or it's too hard? On one hand, I'd want to just turn away and say, you don't, yeah, you don't get it. You, for don't, you. you don't, yeah. you don't need my time. Like I'm not going to yeah. give you my time to explain that. Cause you're, I agree. Like, and that's something I've noticed too, is I can't deal with a lot of stuff now. Yeah. The excuses. Yeah. I'm like, I, I zero can't. tolerance, zero man. tolerance. Yeah. It's, but, um, to people that say it's too extreme, I'd say, okay, well, can you do it for one day? Yeah. I said, okay, then go to bed and do it for another day. Yeah. And that's it's, it. that that's it. And that's something too. A lot of people talk to me. I have the, well, the coolest thing is like friends of mine or family members that have been inspired by me doing this yeah. which was not a goal by yeah. any means, but I had a friend tell me that she wanted to do it. And she said, well, I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, like I can't run like you or do this and that. And I said, you don't have to, that's not. And that's like what you said about it being scalable. I've right. had so many people say, well, does he have certain workouts you're supposed to do? Does he sell a diet? I said, no, it's a free program. And all you have to do is make up your mind to do it. Yeah. And if all you can do is, march your legs in place for 45 minutes and do that. That's it. Or, you got to start somewhere, man. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I started and all of my outdoor workouts were walking and then um, I'd incorporate some running when I was actually in the gym, but I, I couldn't run for more than three or four minutes at a yeah. time. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I was running five, six miles. That's straight. awesome. And so, I mean, I didn't, it's, I didn't start yeah. at where I'm at now and you're not going to either. Yeah. Um, so that was, I'm with you, dude. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have it anymore. Like this is part of the reason why I don't do much social anymore. It's part of the reason why I don't post anymore. 
I do my shit here. I come here and talk. And then if you're going to pay me a whole bunch of money, I'll come talk to your people too. But I'm not doing this shit mm-hmm. of like hearing your bullshit. And let's talk about that for a minute, because for me, that was, it, it really helped me weed out some of the weaker uh, influences in my life. Mm-hmm. Not that I, it's almost weird. Well, that's not almost weird. It is, it, it is kind of weird. Like a lot of the people who I had maintained friendships with over the course of my life, mm-hmm. and this is going to sound really fucked up, but it's the truth. I just realized they're fucking weak people, dude. Mm-hmm. And me spending any time literally entertaining it for any fucking reason was holding me back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Going to dinner with friends who are going to sit there and bitch about how hard their life is, is not something I'm going to do anymore right. at all. And I think, you know, for me, and I found this consensus amongst uh, the people who have finished this program to be true, is that because we're holding ourselves to such a higher standard, we automatically see when other people aren't. Mm -hmm. And it's very frustrating, especially when you care about other people and you're like, bro, you're fucking doing this shit to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I used to want to be the person who was going to like be there and fix them and do all the shit. And now I realize like, dude, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like I have to focus on me mm-hmm. just like you didn't tell anybody about the program for the first 30 days, but then you went and inspired your whole family and all your circle to at least make some sort of improvements. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they didn't do the whole program. Maybe they did something else, right? but maybe they stopped drinking for a while or maybe they stopped, uh, you know, um, eating out or they just, you know what I'm saying? Right. Those little changes are what lead to big commitments like this program. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, you didn't go out and talk about it. You just did it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what we got to talk. When you guys who, who are listening now, you know, a lot of you guys are entrepreneurial minded uh, because that's what the show's about, or you're very into conspiracy theories because that's what our show is about too. Conspiracy facts. Um, but yeah, conspiracy fucking facts, motherfuckers. You're going to have a whole show on that coming up, just so you know. Um, Keith, write that shit down. Conspiracy <laughs> facts, all right? So I'm coming hard with that, by the way. I'm getting off track, but Please you guys, are, your Please. ears are going to fucking bleed, and it's going to be great. It needs to be heard. Bro, oh it does, gosh. man. It is yes. insane. Should we just do it now? I'm, good. <laughs> no, we'll keep it on target here. Uh, Cause I know there's a big, there's a, there's a whole lot of you guys that appreciate the personal development, but don't necessarily jive with the, uh, with the politics. And that's fine with me too, man. I'm arguing for your rights to disagree with me. That's what you don't understand. Thank you. Yeah. It needs to be heard. That's it, dude. Oh my God. Like I'm arguing for your right to have the freedom to say what the fuck you say about me. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, but anyhow, um, that's so cool about the the inspiration of the people around. Um, that's something that people soon discover. I think once they start getting into the program, you start to realize how many other people are doing it mm-hmm. and how many, how willing those people are to like be your friend or help you or talk to you or cheer you on. Uh, the community of 75 hard is something that I'm really proud of. It's, it was incredible. When you reposted my post, I, the people that took the time to not only, click on my post yeah. and then like, and then comment Yeah, was, and that's seems simple to do, but at the same time, they still had to take their time to do it. And it Dude, was, they care. They care. And they and get it. That Yes. Cause we've all done it together. Yes. It was, that was the coolest thing. And then, I mean, I had a page full of DMS from just people. I, I'm never going to meet them probably, but just the support. And then other people saying that they were in the middle of it and asking for advice. Like that was, 
that was awesome. Was there a phase like of days that you found to be the hardest mm. or harder than the other days? Not necessarily harder, but I would say um, around two thirds in yeah. so day, around day 50 when I did the Dude, me four too. by four by 48. Yeah. You're just kind of like. You're over it a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're going to do it. Yeah. There's no way you're not, but you're still like, I s- still have 25 days to go. Yeah. Um, so that's that where was, the grind comes. Mm-hmm. That's where you start learning about grit. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will message me and they're like, dude, I'm halfway done. There's no way. There's no way I'm failing now. I'm yeah. killing it. And I'm like, bro, just wait. Yep. Cause what's going to happen is you're going to get to this point where you're like, fuck, I get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Except you don't get it. Right. And that's the part like what you're talking about. That's what, actually what I was wanting you to get to, because I feel like that's a super common answer. Mm-hmm. The, the, the 50s, 50, day 50 through 59 are terrible mm-hmm. because you're like at that mental point where you're like, I know I'm going to finish. I'm kicking ass. I'm doing good. I get it. But what you don't get is that that monotonous grind that you learn from day 50 to 75 is really the most important part Mm -hmm. because what are you going to do when you don't feel like this anymore and you don't want, it's not exciting anymore and you think you get it, you know, and and think about that in, in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, uh, playing athletics or, or, you know, going to school or having a job, dude, there's points in time where you just have to grit it the fuck out and society has groomed our, our, um, culture to be a throwaway culture, right? Like it gets too hard, quit. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like your job, get a new one. You don't like how this is going, start over. And the point is how it relates to this program is that that's what happens when they get to the day 50 in their lives, right? Yeah. Like they get the day 50 in their, in their, you know, the, the, the theoretical day 50, right? Um, and they say, well, fuck this, I'm done. But dude, the, the winners, the people who truly win in life and kick ass, those are the people who can past that point and continue to move when everybody else falls off. You know, I just talked about this on one of my blogs about, you know, when everybody else goes and sits on the bench, that's when it's your time to keep moving. And that usually happens around day 50 for sure. For sure. And it was like, I was going to finish it regardless, but it was like, okay, I can't just go essentially be a success zombie. I can't go in and just get it done. No, no, no. It had to be intent. the same intention that yeah. you started with on days one, two, and three. Yeah. And that was another big, um, another big factor to it was, and that's kind of why I did the, the four by four by 48 was perfect right there. It tuned you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of the same thing with that program. I got to where I had, uh, three runs left and I was like, oh, I'm almost done. But you're like, I still have to do this three more times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, day 50, you know you're going to finish, but it's just making sure you're still going as hard as you can every day. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, the one thing that impresses me the most about people who do this program and who, who, who understand it is how different they describe their situations as the time goes on. Meaning like, you know, in the beginning they're like, oh, you know, my friend's they're having this birthday party and, you know, it's going to be hard because I can't drink or I can't eat this and this and that. And then after like 40 days, you're like, yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. So what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I don't know, man. Like I'm getting hyped just talking about it because I'm like in a, I just finished phase one for this mm-hmm. year and I'm like in the lull. 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm still doing everything, but it's just different when you're not checking that thing every day, right. you know, but I fucking love it. What do, um, when you talk about winning the day, I'm sure that's something that has probably continued to stick with you, right? How's that going for you? Um, it, I have like in other, in, 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 in other, other regards. Areas. Yeah. Like, like your, you know, your school and what you're building mm-hmm. with your career and all those things. How is, how have the lessons that you've learned um, regarding winning the day helped you there? So in phase one with the powerless specifically, I doing 75 hard, I just used the app. Mm-hmm. Um, the app was great clicking everything. But then in phase one, I got myself a notebook and every day, you know, wrote out my three additional tasks. And um, I just noticed my productivity went way up, even though it already had was 75 hard. Mm-hmm. You learn to manage your time better. But then I just noticed little things just getting different assignments done for schoolwork or mainly school. Cause that was my main focus um, during that phase. But I just noticed you, you create more time for yourself. Talk about that for a minute because um, the, the, the initial thing, as you know, that everybody says is I don't have time. There's no way I could get this all done. So let's talk about how the program actually creates time. I'll let you handle that. So yeah, at first you're like, gosh, two workouts, they have to be separate. You can't right. do them back to back. And then just figuring everything out. You think, yeah, initially you're like, this is, I'm going to be up at 6 a.m. every day and I'm going to have to go to bed at midnight. And while that's true in some cases, um, it's for the most part, it's not. And you realize. Right, when well, is it true? Where, when is it true? Yeah. When is it true that you find yourself out doing cardio at 1 a.m.? It's usually when you fucked up and didn't do the shit you're supposed to do. Yeah. During the day. A lot of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it teaches you real quick, like, hey, let's stay on the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but you start to realize all the extra garbage you were doing. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, here where I would sit for two hours watching TV yeah. or scrolling on social media, cut that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just overall, though, time management, you learn to actually use it well. Um did that natural um, like pivot start to happen for you where you started to catch yourself like scrolling and you're like, fuck it, I got to go work out. Like here I am. I caught my, like you start to catch yourself. Yeah. I, and I probably midway through the program just with social media can be a great tool, mm-hmm. but there's also just so much mm-hmm. crap out there. And mm-hmm. I said, this is, like I basically, I get on Instagram and I look at your posts. I look at like James Lawrence posts, maybe look at David Scoggins and mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm done. And mm-hmm. I've set a limit on my phone and when time's up, time's up. Mm-hmm. I don't need to like you. I mean, it's amazing how long you can just sit it's there. It's an energy suck. It is. For sure. And you, and there's so much negativity out there that you just don't need. Yeah. And so. And you don't realize it until you got other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it for me it it was I gosh, I don't even know. But yeah, I would just set a time limit. Yeah. And when time was up, it was time to go. And I would catch myself sometimes maybe getting ready for a workout and I'd get a notification and I'd look on it and I was like, mm, can't do it. I don't need to. It's it's a lot of it is worthless to that, be yeah. completely no, honest. It is. It's it's not I, contributing. What you did not. was you you started to edit your whole entire habit into, um, you know, the content that made you better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and exactly. That's, that's what we have to oh, do. Yeah. 
you think the program helped you figure that out? Or is that something you just figured out because you were busy or like um, how, how did, cause people, people have a hard time seeing that. I think, I think I kind of knew it in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, but I think doing this program, I was like, yeah, this is. Yeah. That's a hard habit to cut. It is. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I'm a 21 year old. Right. I mean, we've Fuck, grown dude. up on it, but it, and that's it's hard for me, man. That's what's frustrating. Yeah. It's like, that's what my generation has been built on. And it's, it's a, it's a scary thing to think about. I, honestly. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that there's people like you out there doing things and showing what it looks like to actually improve and actually get better and actually pursue goals. And uh, that's a very noble thing that I commend you on uh, tremendously. You know, not many people at your age are already looking introspectively to say, hey, how here's an issue I have. Here's how I need to fix it. And this is where I need to be mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a reason I brought you on the show. And, and it's not because... You know, you you. When I read your caption on completing the post, I knew that you had actually done the program. And uh, hearing you talk about how it inspired the other people around you, I mean, what's better than that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And exactly. you don't have to talk about it if mm-hmm. you just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people they they're a lot of people hit me up and they're like, dude, why don't you talk more on your stories like you used to, or why don't you do this or that? It's like, dude, cause honestly I'm making a bigger impact by just showing people that I'm doing the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, that's something that all of you listening should remember is, you know, as you go through this program and as you start to progress, you know, preaching about it, 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 it that's cool and everything. But at the end of the day, people are going to watch what you do and they're going to, uh, they're going to mimic what you do. Because humans by nature are looking for paths to follow that have already been gone down. Most people don't want to go down a whole new path on their own. But if they see Lexi do it, they say, oh, dude, she's a different person. I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that. And um, what you're doing and what you've done is, is super powerful. So I hope you I hope you really take a lot of pride in that because it, it not many people um, lead. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just don't. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're getting ready to wrap up the show here. What would you say to people who are thinking about doing it? There's so much you could say, but I think I would say just just start in s- simple terms. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just know what you have to get done every single day and just do it. And everything else will follow. Yeah. You'll... I can talk to you all day about how I've changed and how it's impacted my life. But at the same time, I think you just have to do it and do it for yourself. Yeah. Um, And I would, yeah, I would just say do it because it's, it'll be the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely has been for me. So guys, if you're somebody who wants to be featured on the show for your journey, uh, just email us in at 75hard at andyforsella.com. Uh, if you're interested in starting the program, you can go listen to episode 14 right now. It'll give you all that you need to know. It's a free program. It'll tell you everything you need. You don't have to buy anything. There's no sales pitch. Uh, there's not even a hidden pitch or anything like that. Totally free. Um, and before I close the show, I just want to say thank you so much for making the trip. Uh, you guys out there who are doing this program, I want to say thank you to you as well 
for being so helpful and accommodating and inclusive of other people doing the program. I would say out of all the changes that and the people who have changed their life and all these things that I've been able and blessed to read about and learn about and see about the last you know two years of this two and a half years of this program being around. Uh, the thing I'm most proud of is how much the 75 Hard community is willing to reach out and support each other and help each other and push through. And I just want to commend all of you guys um, and you, Lexi, for for taking the lead on helping people do this because it is a life-changing journey. It will stick with you for life and it will give you the power to turn on the things that you are lacking at any given time for the rest of your life. And so when you're thinking about what you're going to gain out of this program, understand that the the ability to be in control of your decisions is the biggest strength you could ever possess in life. And if you think about why it is where you are and why you're dissatisfied with where you are, it's because you were not able to connect the dots to make the correct decision to be where you need to be. Usually because of peer pressure or you know uncontrollable urges for alcohol or food or being lazy. All right. Look, dude, I I didn't get to be 350 pounds by being fucking super not lazy. All right. You got to work to be that lazy. All right. So I know all about it. I'm not criticizing. If you guys are here, if you're at the point, like you said, Lexi, to be in a show where it's, you know, something has to change. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of people are coming out of these tyrannical lockdowns and all this crazy shit, completely out of shape because they got a, a year of their life stolen from. If that's you, Guys, this program is something that will correct you, I believe, faster than anything else out there. So go on uh, line on 75hard.com, read about it, listen to the show, episode 14. Uh, if you finished the program and you want to be on, it's 75hard at andyforsella.com uh, or tag me in your story. I love reading your stories. I love seeing the results, um, not just physically, but the whole mental process is so intriguing and exciting for me to read about. Uh, make sure you guys are tagging me in those things. And that's how Lexi ended up on the show. She tagged me. She wrote, she showed her before and after. She wrote an awesome write-up about it. And I'm like, you're coming on the show. <laughs> so, uh, so thank you. Thank you. This yeah. has been one of the best experiences of my life. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the end of Live Hard. I'm excited. Deal? Oh, absolutely. All right, I'm cool. here. All right, guys, that's the show. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no head.